Okay, hi. We are um, ready to record. Yes, we are. <laughs> Yay. And we're back with another episode of Tower After Hours podcast. Um, and hi, I'm Kelly, and with us today is Alyssa. Colorful commentator. And Amethyst. Hey. And our podcast newbie, Steph. Hello. Okay, so that's everybody. Round of applause. Round of applause for an all-girl show. This is going to go way better. Girl Hashtag power. girl power. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so we are very excited, obviously, to be recording again. And we have some great topics. And we're going to be talking today all about content. Awesome. Keep great. your radio on. <laughs> you don't want to miss this. Um, okay, so I think we talk, and we're going to go over to Amethyst first. So I was searching the web, and I was looking at what really is the greatest content for social, and right now is visual. Um, that's capturing people's attention when they're logging on. So it's important when you're doing your monthly social uh, calendar or whatever you post visual and they said that there's three things that you should try to do and it's content that educates everybody wants to know you know something new how to make something stuff that entertains share worthy and then utility content so basic of like helping make decisions so I think that's, that was a good topic um, that you brought because I think it's even it's going to tie into <laughs> yeah. Steph's a little bit, mm-hmm. not to like give anything away, but I think Steph's got something about videos and I'm talking about, um, you know, ways that brands can spice up content. So anyway, I was looking, looking through some stuff and it talked about um, visual content as well. And the one thing that I loved is I found an infographic all about cups <laughs> and it was a pretty interesting infographic but I mean I think that just goes to show that you can kind of take anything and make it visually appealing keep your radio on it's gonna get better it's gonna be better than cups, cups. it's gonna no. get better we are at cups forks and spoons are next but it's fine it's fine <laughs> Okay, uh, we, Alyssa, you're out. <laughs> Bye. Colorful commentator. Um, so yeah, so just to go along with that, so this stat said that infographics grow traffic an average of 12%. Of over, traffic. Yeah. We love infographics. We do love infographics. And I would say that if you have a content plan in place and you've just been blogging, 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 and you you're ready to take that step where you're going to make the move to something other than written content, I would say that infographics is probably kind of, I guess, the next step to take, probably one of the easiest steps to take. And I say that even if you don't have, you know, we have some fantastic designers on our team, but I think there are so many like uh, sites and online tools that you can use to kind of create infographics and the templates already there. Mm-hmm. All you really have to do is drop in your information and you don't need to worry about like colors and fonts that, you know, it's, it's an easy way to, to take the next step. Does anybody? <laughs> <laughs> um, terrific. <laughs> So, Kelly, do you make your infographics on Canva? Or- I do make my infographics on Canva. Um, another one 
man, I'm going to feel so silly. When we write up this, the blog that goes along with this podcast, I'm going to include another site. Oh, Pictochart. Pictochart yeah, has a lot of um, infographic templates. Not all of them are free, but there's enough of the free ones that you, I think you can definitely find something that you want. So that. Seriously, we're not going to invite you anymore. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dovetail that into my topic because... You do you, Callie. Because I can. Because I'm in charge. I have the computer. <laughs> but the one thing that I wanted to talk about, because I think it's a, um, it's a myth or a roadblock that we reach with a lot of prospective clients where we are encouraging them to start um, content for their website, is that they say they're... They're just too boring for content. Yeah. And what, what would we ever write about? <clears throat> and so I kind of threw it out to the group to kind of think of some brands that they have seen on social or on websites where the industry or the brand may seem a bit boring, but they're doing like a pretty great job of um, making things interesting. And mm-hmm. I realized that my note blew all the way over there to say. <laughs> so I can't go on without it. Um, so, you know, in addition to the visual content, um, one of the things um, that we kind of throw out there is, does any, does your, um, does your brand have a personality? Mm-hmm. And I'm, and when I say that, um, I, I mean, is there somebody that works for you even in a boring industry that's a little bit larger than life that you can almost make the face or the, mm-hmm. the, uh, mascot. the mascot. Yes. <laughs> Perfect example. Um, and I always think back to before I came to tower, I worked for, um, a brand of insect killers and you would think like, how could you, the views reported in this podcast do not reflect the views. Of it's a really good, it's a really good insect killer. But, um, so they had this research, um, this director of research and new products, and he just was so, he just loved what he did, and he loved talking about killing bugs, and I think um, the way that this started was he just went to some thrift shop, and he found an old safari hat, (laughs) and he bought it, and from that day forward, he made every product video that the brand did, and he just put this enthusiasm into a topic that most people just, you know, wouldn't see. So as I was, I was looking, um, um, online to try to find some other examples and then I'll open it up. If you guys have any, I know you must be so excited. Okay. So here's what I found. (laughs) So H and R block taxes, taxes are coming up. They have over 300,000 followers on their Facebook page. And their Facebook posts get um, an average of 500 engagements per post. And they're engaging 28% of their fans. Wow. That's awesome. Blend Tech. You might have heard of this. They make blenders. Oh, okay. And they make that series of videos, Will My Blank Blend? <laughs> so it's a series of videos where people are throwing iPhones into a blender. That's awesome. They're throwing... So that's taking, you know, a common, like household and they're making videos with like millions of viewers um okay ge general electrics 
Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not going to mention it. I'm oh. going to save it. I'm going to let Steph talk about it. Okay. And then the other one that I thought was really fun was Charmin Toilet Paper. Yeah. Had a great um, Twitter campaign with their hashtag, Tweet from the Seat, where they encouraged people to share... You know, they always say you have your best thoughts when you're in the shower. Well, they wanted people to share their best thoughts from their breakthroughs from the toilet seat. So, I mean, I think what they all show is that you have to maybe be willing to have a little bit of fun because if you take yourself too seriously, you know, it, it is, it can be tough to, you know, inject enthusiasm into your mm-hmm. content if you're not willing to have a little bit of fun. But I also found this quote that I thought kind of summed it up perfectly. And that is, you are only boring to those outside your target audience. There's always going to be someone that finds you interesting and finds what you do interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm going to open it up. So I know Steph had one. Yeah, so actually I have three. Ooh. Um, So General Electric, um, they made Electric fun um, by doing steampunk photo essays. So they're doing these really cool videos on social mm-hmm. and on their blog of just stories about people that use electricity. Um, so I think that their outside-of-the-box thinking definitely was a really great plan for them. See, that wasn't mine. I'm going to throw mine in oh, there. Okay. GE has also created a Tumblr account called Badass Machines oh, where they just cool. show like photos of like just giant badass machines. Yeah. And I mean, there's, I think that's somebody taking a risk because I think most like big corporations would be like, oh no, we can't be, we can't say like badass. Right. Like, you know, so I feel like, again, that's just breaking out of your mold. Go ahead. So the next one I have is Aunt Flo, the period fairy. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, Girl power. Yes. not so interesting, but um, they made videos into the period fairy. Mm-hmm. So the period fairy comes and brings a basket of period supplies. Love so. it. That's awesome. <laughs> Definitely an all-girl show. Yeah. Um, and then the last one I had was Clorox. They did a bunch of, I did a lot of video stuff, but um, That's okay. they did videos or blog videos about bleachable moments. Yeah, I and, saw that. Yeah, there was Sound one with this kid Commercial. on the bathroom floor. Yeah. And then his mom comes in and is like, what you doing? And he puts the mop in the toilet and starts mopping. Yeah. Is that also the one with the two little kids and they're having the peeing contest? Yes. The distance contest? Yes. <laughs> I made it from this line. Yeah. Yeah. Those were my, my favorites. I like those. Yeah. So, um, boring companies. <laughs> <laughs> boring. You're boring. Um, I didn't have exactly boring companies, but I feel that these companies are going a little bit above and beyond. Um, I love Taco Bell's social presence. Mm-hmm. They're crazy. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> they just love um, just going over and dramatic with their posts. So they're definitely getting attention from not normal people. Like, they're mm-hmm. just getting all these uh, retweets and all that. Um, I talk about Sephora 24-7 <laughs> with their social. I love their social. But when you were talking about a personality on their Snapchat, the bit emojis... They actually have a bit emoji for Sephora, and she has dark brown hair. That's she, awesome. You know, in a ponytail, and that's how I imagine what Sephora would be. So I love her. <laughs> she looked like a Kardashian. Probably. Oh, <laughs> Let's be real. I'm not surprised. It doesn't look like a Kardashian anymore. Alyssa, do you have an um, example? Well, if I'm thinking on my feet, uh-huh. 
I think that, like, in general, if I'm thinking, like, personality of a brand, obviously progressive. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's yeah. auto insurance. That is not very interesting. Mm-hmm. But they have flow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great. So since <laughs> we're on the topic of periods, to be flow. Use with the period. Yeah. yeah. So I think that they do a really good job at actually making that interesting and relatable. It does catch your attention mm-hmm. whether or not you use progressive or not. Um, I prefer her to the box that talks. Yeah. I, I do too. What they're doing there. Stop the it. The box that talks reminds me of Clippy from like Microsoft circa 1996. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Um, and I think that other brands that appeal well to people outside of their target are brands like Chipotle. So Chipotle has a really great um, digital marketing presence in and of themselves. That with all their contests, uh, yeah, I mean it drives it drives people into their um, their locations. And I just read something about Chipotle. What day is it? There's like a day this month in March that if you mention whatever the promotion is, that, like, 50% of their proceeds are being sent to a nonprofit charity. So, like, even stuff like that um, just continues to help drive home personality in your brand. I think the biggest struggle is kind of getting outside of your own head. I'm opening... I'm opening your Slack because... Great. You'll Kim- never know what no, you find in there. I'm not going to read any <laughs> private conversations, but I know Kimber sent us one... Um, from Casper Mattress. Yeah. And so mattresses, not very exciting, even though I think Casper is doing, it's kind of a different beast because they have the whole, like, is anybody familiar with Casper, how they, like, get the whole mattress into, yeah. like, a shipping, like, uh, a box? They, like, it's like It's like mattress in a box, basically. So she shared with us something that they do, which is something called their Insomnia Bot. I'm trying to pull it up right now to see what that is all about, but, and I can't find it very quickly, so forget it. But just another example of, um, you know, a, a company that's taking something that you take for granted every day, your mattress, and um, making it a little more exciting, making it something that customers want to interact with. I mean, at the end of the day, every brand, no matter what, like if you have a service or a product, you're trying to appeal to a person. Mm -hmm. So you can't be... Somebody somewhere is going to have questions that you can answer. Even if it's not a tangible product, if it's a service, you're still appealing to a physical human. So you have to put yourself in their shoes and think, okay, what are their likes? What are their dislikes? How do they live their life? Who do they interact with? What's something that's part of their kind of like daily terminology? Like you almost have to personify that Mm -hmm. audience member. And I think that the other thing that marketing departments and brands struggle with is that they know who their audience is, but they don't know who necessarily they want to target. Mm -hmm. So they think about who they're already appealing to and who their general demographic is, but they don't think about... Who do, who do I want to reach, but I'm not necessarily there yet. And with that, you often have to get a little untraditional with your marketing tactics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Great. Great There's roundup. There's that. Good examples, ladies. Thank you for bringing those. You're welcome, You're Kelly. Welcome. I'm okay. here to serve you. We are. <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are going to toss it over to Steph for our final topic, since Alyssa 
didn't bring one. <gasps> no big deal. <laughs> Kelly told me she would find me one, and she didn't. Just telling you. You didn't have time to read it. Just telling you. Kelly told me she would find me one. Well, I gave up. All right. So my topic is video storytelling. So um, I read an article that uh, video storytelling is the future of content marketing. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about me, I definitely like analytics, so I'm going to do some. <laughs> Yay! Um, so video is projected to com- claim more than 80% of all web traffic by 2019. Whoa. Um, yeah. So definitely want to think about adding video to your content marketing in the near future because it's coming fast. <laughs> um, adding a video to marketing emails can actually click boost click-through rates 200 by 300 percent so that's pretty pretty big (laughs) Um, and then embedding videos into landing pages can increase conversion rates by 80 Mm percent so um, 59 percent of companies um, make company decision makers would rather watch a video than read a blog article yes I've seen that one yep so that is pretty big, um, and I'm not going to go into the reasons why you need video. Um, I think it's pretty self-explanatory when you look at Facebook and you scroll through and you see that pretty much everything is moving, everything's motion, um, whether it's a GIF or mm-hmm. if it's a video. Um, I think that's going to be the future of both social media and content marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have some examples of really good video um, that was done really well. Um, so I'm going to share some more, um, some high quality ones and then some more easier ones okay. to do on your own. <laughs> um, so Squatty Potty. I don't know if you guys yes. know. Do, yes. Do people know what is that? Yeah. What is it? Tell oh me what it is. Oh my gosh. All okay. right. So, I, feel like, I feel like your son would be really into oh Squatty God. Potty. Yeah. So this I don't is want to know then. a product on Shark Tank. Okay. Um, it's actually like a stool. So. Yeah. <laughs> that you like, it's so like you put your so there's there's a biological science to the way that you should go number two should you be like having your feet so your knees should be a little bit higher and what it does is it helps it helps like open your intestinal tract love it so that you can go a lot easier Mm -hmm. and the squatty potty helps to raise your legs to that specific angle it's pretty clever so their video actually went along with that, but um, their video had to do with a unicorn. Okay. And <laughs> this unicorn was using a squatty potty to produce ice cream. Okay. Yum. Well, I, if you're gonna, I mean, because you can't go the other way. way. But I'm not gonna. Because you can't show. <laughs> you nobody wants to watch a video of real pooping. So a unicorn pooping ice cream probably is right, way. Right. It go. was colorful and it went viral. So it actually. Um, they got uh, 600 sales increase online. Wow. Uh, percent. Percent. And 400% in retail stores. That's awesome. Just from one video. What retail stores are they in? It's kind of like that poopery thing. Like, I've it's seen poopery everywhere. Okay. Yep. Is same it? company. Um, they're in Bed Bath & Beyond. And okay. like that. I've seen poopery in some locations that I would not expect. Right. And I will tell you what those are. Offline. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> and then we'll link them in there. <laughs> and then we'll link them. All right. So for the next one, um, I'm not going to go into Dollar Shave Club, but everybody pretty much knows yeah. that one. Um, and then Kmart Ship 
my pants. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pronouncing yes. the P. Ship my pants. Well, you know how last episode, Shaw was so afraid when he said FOMO. <laughs> he said FOMO with an F. So, Steph is saying ship with a P. <laughs> um, so, those are um, videos that were really well done and done by professionals. Um, but I wanted to put in a little tagline for our Free Advice Friday videos. Um, so, you can do videos that are more simple on a cell phone and they turn out great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was going to kind of, as I was thinking as you were talking, is that I think people are afraid to get into videos because I think they envision having to bring on lights and a videographer Mm -hmm. and like these scripted slick productions, which I think there's definitely a time and a place for, but you shouldn't be afraid to kind of just do something grassroots or on your own. And And given the life of a video, it's so short and to produce that quality every single day is unrealistic. Yes. Um, there's also a different, there's a bunch of different types of video. I mean, so there's like the more <clears throat> grassroots style on an iPhone, on an Android, whatever. There's the produced ones that are more with a videographer, but there's also like animation ones that mm-hmm. can be done in programs that you can download to your computer. And we were talking about videos in an earlier meeting, um, today, and we were talking about doing a video and we said, oh, or, you know, we could do it illustrated. And, and I was thinking at that time, I'm like, when I search for something and I, you know, see videos, I will pick the illustrated one a lot of times yeah. over like a live person because I just think it's going to keep my attention a little better. Hmm. And so I do that, you know, woman on the street <laughs> opinion here. <laughs> um, two, I think, I mean, they're not, well, you know, I could, they could tell a story if done well, but I mean, even the like little boomerangs that you use yeah, on yeah. Um, Instagram, um, and can you you can can you take those and like share those on other social as well? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so yeah, so I mean, even something as simple as that, where you're really just snapping a quick photo, and you know, you can don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of things that you can do. Yep. There's hundreds and hundreds of apps that you can use. We yeah. use VidLab. For yep. Advice Fridays. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, great topics. <laughs> okay, does anybody have anything else to add about awesome content? Do it. Do it consistently. That's it. Try it. Do it. Try it. Okay. All right. Well, short and sweet. Call this us. This month. Love it. Call us if you want to make videos <laughs> <laughs> or infographics or any kind of content. Okay. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.